Welcome to Catholic Messenger Conversations. I am Barb Arlen, fire host, and Archbishop-elect Thomas Sincula is our regular guest. Notice the title change since the last podcast, Archbishop-elect. Pope Francis has appointed Archbishop Sincula to lead the Archdiocese of Dubuque as its Archbishop. His installation mass is October 18th. Bishop, when did you learn about your appointment? Oh, I didn't know I had this appointment. Really? <laughs> When did you hear, Barb? No. Um, <laughs> On so, Wednesday. Oh, yeah, okay, right. Uh, so I actually knew about a month before that. I was in Vietnam and doing my thing there, and we've talked about that before, like the last time maybe, I don't know. But um, so I was I was only there six days, but... Um, During that time, I was keeping an eye on email messages and text messages because I don't, a lot of people just sort of, you you know, you have this message, I'm out of town, out of the country, and, but I don't like to come back to all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I kind of take a little bit of time, right or wrong, I take a little bit of time to deal with this stuff that's easy to deal with. But, so I hadn't been paying attention to voicemail, so I, I was on the fifth day of my six day visit there. I'm like, oh, what if somebody's trying to get a hold of me um, in that manner? And and so it was 5 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, and uh, like the last Monday of of June, and uh, I checked my voicemail, and sure enough, there were a couple messages from the nuncio. Wow. <laughs> and so, uh-oh, you know, two, that means, you know, he's tried more than once. Fortunately, it, he had, it had been recently. It, I don't remember. It wasn't too long. Yeah. And so I called him. It's 5 o'clock in the morning, and it would have been, uh, so it's 12 hours exactly here, but uh-huh. on the East Coast, I mean the West Coast, um, it, or East Coast, it, it was, uh, would have been 6 o'clock on Saturday evening. And so, you know, that's when he told me what he had in mind for me. You had an inkling, didn't you? Well, I assumed it was that. Okay. I, mean, I, knew, I knew that was sitting out there. I didn't I didn't think it would be me because, you know, it's not the norm that you go back to your home diocese. So I just yeah. kind of wasn't expecting um, to get a call from him. But, uh-huh. but I did. Bishop, we had that extensive interview about your trip to Vietnam, and you didn't say a peep Nothing. You're right. I know that's right. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, why didn't? How could you not say anything? Because I would have kept my lips sealed. <laughs> you, I, well, you would have kept your lips sealed. I would. And I did too. Oh, okay. You, you know, so it's because it's all because it's like this is strictly confidential and pontifical secret, and you know, so so I my my. I wonder why that is. Why is it a pontifical secret? Because. It just needs to be. It needs to come out at the right time, and everybody hears it at the, at the, at the, at same, the same time. time. And you know, it's, it just needs to be. Okay. So I didn't. I mean, I didn't tell anybody until I don't know Monday of last week. It was announced on Wednesday. I didn't tell anybody until Monday. Right. Not that I didn't. You know, well, first of all, it is secret, you know. Yeah. But um, but but um, but then people needed to know, like yeah. certain people that are going to have to deal with this thing is. Right. Going to be questions and things and that. So I did tell um, a few people, just three or four on Monday. Um, but, but the other thing is, like, not that I didn't trust people with that information. First of all, it is pontifical secret. But even apart from that, 
it says it's I almost said things a couple times, you know, without oh, okay. even thinking about it. like, oh, yeah. so, oh, we're going to do this thing. And, oh, I'm not going to be here, you know. Oh, I mean, yeah. Somebody, without even intending to right. give you a confidence. And I, we've all done it. Yeah. That sort of thing before. So it's not even, you know, leaving yeah. a lot for that possibility. So I, I didn't tell anybody until, yeah, you're right. No, I had it on my mind for a month. It was a long, long, long month. Usually it's maybe a couple of weeks before they have a press conference. But because of the nuncio schedule, you know, um, you know he wanted to be at that time. And, and, and so, which is fine. You know, it's just that yeah. it was a long month. That's all I know. So I'm wondering, what was your reaction? I mean, you kind of had an inkling, but I mean, then he said, it's you. So what, what? Well, I mean, inkling, like, that five minutes before I call it. Right. <laughs> so I was right. like, you know, well, yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, were you excited? Just, well, I, I just need to, I need to, I need to process. It's like when, it, when it, on Wednesday, you know, when it was announced in Dubuque, there's this press conference and everything. And, and I came back here, people, they, and when I told those people, a couple people Monday morning, um, you know, before that, um, Wednesday announcement. They're just they're quiet. They don't know what to yeah. say. You know, yeah. it's, it's like you have to think about it a little bit. Right. So I'd, I'd gone right. through that processing for a month. Uh-huh. So then, and then I'm okay. Here's here's what these these people are going to have to deal with the same do with the same thing. Uh-huh. Just sort of like I just lay it out there, and I just might as well just disappear. I, I did. I, I I had to go do something. Well, Ragbright, we you know left. Yeah, on, that was Thursday. a good way to disappear. It was just as well just to be away because yeah. Without me being there, people running me, it's awkward. They don't know what to say. So that was kind of a similar thing for me. It takes yeah. it just takes a while to sort of let it sink in and, and right. process, okay, well, that means then this is going to happen and that's going to happen and, you know, whatever. But it's your hometown. It's kind of exciting, kind of well, home nostalgic. Home, home diocese, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's when I start thinking about it. Well, that's. That's cool. I'll get to go. I'll go back and 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 reconnect with these people that I've I've been there for twenty seven years as a priest. Right. right? Yeah. So um, this has become home. Dubuque or Davenport has become home after the, over these six years, definitely. And I've come to to know and love the this diocesan community. Um, but you know, I do know those people there. And if I'm going to go anywhere, right. It's a lot easier to go back there than starting fresh in some brand new diocese right. with anybody. And we were here to teach you how to be a bishop, right? Yeah, right. So well, it's like, you know, my first parish is a pastor, uh-huh. or parishes are in this rural area. Um, they, I, I mean, I, I have a warm spot in my heart. Oh, there. And also yeah. my first assignment as after I was ordained as a yeah. vicar, my first parish. Those are special times, yeah. Times, yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's how I great. feel about things here. So I'm wondering, how will your role change as an archbishop? I don't know if everybody really gets, what's the big difference between a bishop and an archbishop? So, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's not that dramatically different. Um, I'll be the bishop of a diocese. Okay, it happens to be archbishop of an archdiocese, but it doesn't matter. It's, it's a... I'd still be doing the same things that I'm mm-hmm. doing here. Yeah, I don't have control over these other. So there's a province. Yeah, right. You know, so there's the province of Iowa. Uh, <clears throat> that's and then there, well, there's a United States Cap, 
Conference of Catholic Bishops, so there's mm-hmm. the nationwide thing that there's, but then there's regions within the, the within the Conference of Catholic Bishops. Ours is Region Nine, um, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas, and Iowa. And then within the region, there are provinces. Mm-hmm. Our province is the province of Iowa, and mm-hmm. there's four dioceses: Sioux City, Des Moines, Davenport, and Dubuque. And one of them, in every province, there's a, an archdiocese, an archbishop. Mm-hmm. It's just this organizational kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And we're the Roman Catholic Church, after all, and the Romans, kind of that's their their thing. Um, it's the stru- structures and things. So, you know, I mean, we, we have Iowa Catholic Conference, where we, we do things together, especially with regard to legislation and stuff, and um, not just that, but and we have a lobbyist, Tom Chapman, in, in Des Moines. So there's, you know, I mean, um, so I, you know, I, I, I play a role as, like, you know, I don't know, first among equals, or somebody okay. needs to be I definitely sort wondered. Of, yeah, somebody needs to kind of, kind of bring th- people together, and and there's certain canonical things. Okay, the Archbishop does like one new thing is this thing vos estes, uh-huh. which is. With regard to if a bishop is accused of abuse, yes, and so you know What's if that the happens, then the metropolitan, you know, the archbishop, mm-hmm. um, deals with that. Okay, so there's one example. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's different. There's it's not a again. Bishops are autonomous. They they, they okay. Yeah. They they they're in charge of their diocese, whether it's a pope or the archbishop or anything. They can't tell them here's exactly how to run things. I mean, there's some things that. That obviously, there's some universal law, and there's if as a bishop's conference we all agree on something, then mm-hmm. we don't have to follow that. But um, but mostly it's um, it's like things that don't come up very often. Okay, you know, like like for instance, if this if this diocese um, if there's not a new bishop, hopefully there will be, but if there wasn't before the Chrismas. Or um, ordinations. Oh, you, know, you would be certain. somebody would need. Okay. Well, the metropolitan would either do it himself or he'd, uh, provide a bishop right. to, to come because those are things you need a bishop, right? And there's no bishop here. If it's a diocesan administrator, then it, which would be a priest normally. So, um, you know, it's just things like that. Or, or the, the metropolitan, the archbishop is kind of uh, kind of just overseeing things and you know dealing with. Certain things. So, for instance, if let's say, and I don't think this will happen, but what if we did not have a bishop in place when we had an ordination to the priesthood? Then would you come and do the ordination? Well, me or somebody. I mean, okay, it has to somebody. be bishops, but I would. Okay. I mean, probably I would be the one who's figures that out, right? I mean, who right. else is going to figure it out? The diocese administrator isn't going to go like, go to um, what's that place where you you find workers? Um, the vineyard? No, I'm just kidding. No, no, there's that thing that, that's out there that you, that you can use. That they help you find. Oh yeah. What is that thing called? Iowa Workforce Development, no, or that, that there's some more general. There's a more general one. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so yeah, things like that. Okay. Okay. So then I'm wondering too. So, uh, so will your role won't affect your relationship with your brother bishops in Iowa? They'll just. Say hey, they they just will. They won't even change what they call you, will they? Because they no, probably don't call no, you. No, not, not really. Not it should. I mean, not it doesn't really. I mean, maybe I don't know. When we have our meetings, we have a meeting always after the Iowa Catholic Conference meeting, which is twice mm-hmm. a year. 
And um, so you don't like I, set I, the I mean, agenda. I, well, yeah, I don't know. I can't remember how we do that. I think uh, I think we have one of the bishops is kind of yeah. No, I think is one of the bishops is sort of the the leader for the, the Iowa Catholic Conference bishops. Like the, okay, so I'm not sure what we call them. So that wouldn't have to be me. Oh, okay. Um, I mean. I'm not sure if that's normally the archbishop or not, but I mean, no, it wouldn't change my relationship with those guys okay. really much at all. Okay. And then I'm wondering, has anyone given you great advice um, regarding your appointment to lead the archdiocese or? Run, run. As fast run as you can. now, away from that. No, um, it's just been a week and not even a week. Well, a week, yeah, a week now. So uh, it's not like I've, no, nobody's really t- told me what you to do. You kind of joked at the news conference in the Archdiocese of Dubuque at the Pastoral Center that it's better to ha- get the devil you know than the devil you don't. You're kidding them, but right? Isn't that it? I don't know. There's a saying. It must be some yeah. truth in that. Better the devil you know than the better, better you, you don't know. know. So, um, yeah, I was just kidding. Okay, but well. I don't know. No, I don't know. What, do you, what advice do you have, Barb? Um, I would advise you to um, start a use the Catholic Messenger in the Archdiocese of oh, Dubuque. Like expand it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to advise. Yeah, right, there we go. <laughs> um, take that under advisement. Okay, good. And what? Well, we'll miss you. I mean, maybe you could come back and do these co- podcasts. That's an idea. We could, it could be a regional thing, Bishop. Yeah, I'm sure the new bishop well, would be really excited it. for me to come back here and. Like, you know, do things. <laughs> it could be the, the two of you, right? Yeah, we could. Okay. Be. So um, what do you look most forward to as as the Archbishop of the Dubuque Archdiocese? I know this is all new and everything, but... Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm the bishop here, right? Yeah. Until I leave. Right. And so I'm, I'm, I'm it's full steam ahead. And I mean, obviously, I... There's, there's, they're asking me things from right. about, about the installation stuff and all that. So, and there's some, uh, you know, different things that they're hitting me up on. From, so I have to be dealing with some of that stuff. But they have a um, ap- apostolic administrator there. Right. I'm, I'm not telling him what to do. He's doing his thing, and and I'm, I have plenty to do here. So in terms of looking forward to, um, I'm, I, when I get there, I'll pick things up and run with them. But I'm, I'm looking forward to renewing old acquaintances. Oh, that's my, good. Most of my time, the vast majority, was in Dubuque, the city or the county. So I know a lot. Most people I know from the di- archdiocese are from that, yeah. from that part of the diocese. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you were the... You were the rector at the seminary, and before uh, that, you were Kent. Yeah, it was being in the tribunal that the kept tribunal. me close by, just because that was always yeah. until later on in my um, priesthood. There, it was always a piece of things. So, the, so I was doing pa- parish ministry and also uh-huh. tribunal ministry. So I was either in, in Dubuque or Dubuque County, right, um, for like most of those twenty-seven years. Oh, and that, I, I forgot to ask you the transition from. I mean. Is that, I mean, I can't imagine, you've got two and a half months of transition, and is that kind of a surreal kind of experience? I mean, you're sort of probably being drawn, you know, torn in two directions, or are, are you being given pretty much to No, it's very, it's, it's very, it's hard, honestly, yeah. to be honest, and it's actually more like two, it's like one week short of three months, yeah. so it's two and 
three, three quarters, I just, whatever. Yeah. It's a long time for to be lame duck. And again, this is because the, our, the um, nuncio schedule, usually it'd be less than two months, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, so because of his schedule, he's, he's, well, you know, in Rome they take August off, so whatever. So, and I think he goes home to France and... And then he's got a lot of things in September. And now since our conversation, you know, um, now he's cardinal-elect. That's and, right. And so he's got that to deal with at the end of the of September. But um, so it's a long time. Every place I go almost, because I bounce around. And, mm-hmm. and so I'm so always someplace I haven't been to for a long time. And you know, this will be there. This will be uh, uh, there'd be something I'm there for, whatever it might be, in a parish or whatever I, where I am, and um, I don't want you know. And that, but then this is going to be there too. And I don't want this to take away from, like I installed a new pastor, first time pastor on Sunday, and you know, it's like gosh, you know, and I know it's on their minds, and before mass, people are saying things, and oh yeah, it's like I don't want to take away from this this other thing. Oh yeah, whatever it might be, and plus I don't. Oh, that's a good. I point. don't want. I, even apart from that, to focus on me, you know. So this is like the long, long it's goodbye. It's, I think so, for me. I'm wow. not good at it. It's kind of, anyway. are you thinking, I mean, okay, so you had to wait a month before yeah, you could release right. this information. Now you got to rate. Exactly. Like, is God testing you or what? I'm probably, I must have messed up along the That's way. That's right. Is that part pun- of your... Part of punishing your, me. Part of your purgatory sentence there, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I'm wondering... What lessons have you learned as as our bishop of the Diocese of Davenport that you think will help you in your role as the Archbishop in Dubuque? I mean, you know, I don't know. I was saying this is where I, that I was saying that people here taught me how to be a bishop, which is true. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't have been ready to be the Archbishop. I'm not, I won't be ready in two and a, in two and a half months, whatever it's going to be, <laughs> to be the Archbishop either. But, but even less so. When I was ordained a bishop six years ago, it just takes a while to get a, a feel for that role, mm-hmm. and you know, um, so, 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 I know how to be bishop now, you know, yeah. and and there's lots more I can learn, and and always will have things to learn about all that, and I can always do it better, obviously, but I have a more of a sense of it's not. You know, I don't think about it anymore. It's mm-hmm. just, this is who I am. So that's a huge thing. And, and just the kind of basic things and, you know, just going to bishop conference meetings and that whole, getting, getting used to that whole different world, how people treat you different and stuff. And so, and just the day-to-day things. Um, I've been around the block six years now. Um, so that's really helpful. But more specifically... You know, I've been reflecting on that a little bit. I'll reflect more on it um, as you know, as it gets closer to the end point. Um, but you know, I mean, how in terms of my leadership style, um, I, I'm and partly because of the synod, just trying to listen to people more, and um, like I don't have to come up with every idea. I don't. I'm have limitations, you know, in terms of my experience and knowledge and wisdom and all that. So to, I think one thing that's been good here in terms of um, kind of how I view things, um, it's helped me to, 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 to move um, forward in a good way is to, you know, like somebody has an idea, like for example, let Ato see, 
Kent Ferris wants to do something with that. Yeah. Great. I, I maybe would have, I, want, I, I would have wanted to do something anyway, but, but for him to kind of get excited about and take the lead and what this is, it's his department, you know, you know, so he should, you know, rather than me, but, um, and then kind of where he wants to go with that. And so sometimes when somebody has some idea, it's like, no, because that's stupid. Right. right? You know? <laughs> or, but if it's a good thing or more, it's, it's, you know, something, oh, yeah, it's good, but then the, kind of what, where exactly they want to go with it. Maybe it's like, no, let's go this other direction. Or maybe it's like, boy, that's a good idea. I wouldn't have come up with that on my own. So um, just a lot of the things that we've been doing, you so know, you kind it's of kind of a consultative, it's, it's kind of a collaborative, consultative sort of a thing. And like, hey, let's do this. And, um, and then, okay, well, and I play my role as, you know, my leadership role is to kind of um, try to um, sort out which is the best way to go and challenge, you know, maybe a little bit lovingly in, uh, in different instances and just sort of, um, so it's, it, just, it's not all on my shoulders, right? Right. And, and there's people that have great ideas out there and, and, and working with them and sorting things out and be open to the spirit leading us somewhere. That's the difference between secular and and um, spiritual, right? Yeah. It's it's being open to the spirit as opposed to maybe what a a leader in in business would yeah. would do. Or I mean, but Christian leader could be that way right. in business, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be as explicit though. Right, It'd be more behind the scenes, you know, because because church and state and all that. But but yeah, I don't. I think I, I don't always know where to go with things, and I don't always, you know, um, you know. Have have all the best ideas and everything. There's other people that do as well, and and then yeah, and be open to spirit. But yeah, I think we need to be careful about open to spirit. That yeah, what does that I can mean? go wherever I want right. to go with things because so, I'm the spirit is leading exactly. me there. Exactly. So how that do you discern that in community then, or it, it, whether the spirit is calling? Yeah, no, I mean there's 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 um, an art to it, I think, and there's principles and communal discernment, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. people write on that and stuff and. I think, you know, with the synodal stuff, hopefully that becomes more part of how we operate as church. And being attuned to God, acting in our lives. Of course, ultimately. Yeah. But also, also besides that, listening to each other. That's what I was kind of getting at. Kind of what I'm just talking about is basically synodal stuff. Yeah. And, you know, listening to each other, encountering, being open to each other's ideas, listening, um, dialogue, discerning Mm -hmm. together, you know, and and then... Walking together, moving dire- together in direction that the spirit is leading us. Right, that's great. I appreciate that. So I know that evangelization, going out to the peripheries, has been an emphasis for you in the diocese of Davenport. What are your plans to move that forward in the archdiocese of Dubuque? You see yourself taking. Some yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it is important. It's not just my thing. It's it's mm-hmm. Francis' thing. It's, it was Pope John Paul's thing, right? Mm-hmm. The second, so um, it's not this, and it's always been something that we do. Yeah. So there's like the new evangelization exactly. everything these days, but so I mean, for me to go in there in the first week or month or even longer than that, just okay, here's what we're gonna do, you guys, and it would go against everything I just said. Right. So I mean, I I, I need to figure out where they're at with things. Exactly. And I was, you know, I was there 27 years, and it's and I, um. I've only been away for six years, but it's been six years, right? And there's things have happened over those six years, and and plus, when I left, I was a rector of the seminary. I wasn't, you know, in, involved in that sort of at that right. level. I as Episcopal vicar before the rector position. Yeah, that I've been more 
you know, closely um, collaborating with the Archbishop. But but um, now it's I need to kind of okay, what's going on here, here and what's what, what are the gifts that people have? What are the, what are the things that they're you know focused on and and do this discern you know um, communal discernment and. But in one way or another, we need to evangelize. Right. I mean, whether that's my thing or anybody, it's a church's thing. It's Jesus's thing. Right. So we definitely need to do something with that. Now, right. it probably won't look like it does here. Right. Because it's just a different setting. It's different people. Different. They're you know, um, they're a different pl- point with with things in terms of where they're at as a local church, and so you know, just listen and 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 think and pray and t- and talk and. Figure it out together with them where we go. Exactly. And um, you'll be right in there. I, I understand. I'm, I'm curious to know, um, so will you be like living in the in the pastoral center? Or where are you? Yeah, so, um, you know, since I've been ordained a priest, so um, Archbishop Cusera had the house. It, I think, um, let's see, there was a... Um, an older priest's family had had owned this house, and somehow the diocese bought it, and, <clears throat> and it had, had a pool when that family lived there. But oh, cool! Not when Archbishop because um, he didn't use it, and they shut it down, whatever. But so, the, uh, so there's this house he lived in, and then when Archbishop um, Hannes came to town, he was a coadjutor for a year, so. You know, I guess they couldn't live together for some reason, whatever. <laughs> so Cusera had his thing, and then Hannes had, they bought a house for him closer to the pastoral center. I uh-huh. think they wanted to get rid of that house, his uh-huh. own house, the pool, and all that stuff. You know, there was problems with all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that was the plan. And and so then they, they did sell, when Cusera stepped down, they sold that house, and Hannes had his house. And when Archbishop Jacobs came to town, he didn't want a house. It was a decent size house because Archbishop Hannes, you know, he was kind of into entertaining, right? Not not in just a social, just totally right. social way, but yeah. for you know, raising money and different things, whatever, and having meetings over there and stuff and things and um, dinner parties, whatever. So, um, so that wasn't kind of the way Archbishop um, Jacobs operated. So he was looking around when he came to town for his press conference. He checked out the cathedral. He checked out. Um, you know, you know, different options, a couple of different options, and including the seminary, which is the other half of the chancery. So okay. Right there. Okay. So then he decided he would, <clears throat> and they had, yeah, and then they had this space kind of that was there that he could use, and they were gonna they'd fix it up. So that's what happened, um, and then uh, when I was there, and I'd been in that. I'd been in that, those quarters a few times, but not to really, you know, not not to kind of hang out and not thinking I might be living there someday. So when I was there for the press conference beforehand, I got there a little bit early. Uh, I think it was before or else after. Um, Bishop Pates, the apostolic administrator, showed me around and, you know, and he, you know, talked it through and, I told him then, oh, this is fine. I can, like, this is a nice place. And um, I mean, there's drawbacks. There's pros and cons. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, you're living where you work and everything. And it's not like you can get away. There's a seminary kind of, you know, yeah. around you. Um, and so, and I can, but 
one I think Bishop Archbishop Jacobs wanted to live more in a communal setting. Uh. So you can, you know, tap into that as much or little as you want. Yeah. I mean, I was a rector there. I lived there right. for three years already. Yeah. Not in that same apartment, but another one upstairs. <clears throat> so I know that world. And, yeah. And I'll, there'll be times, I mean, I'll like to, okay, there's a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So they'll be, you know, watching the Super Bowl in this community room, television room downstairs, and, you know, I'll have somebody to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that, oh, or great. meals or prayer, I can just tap into that. Oh, that's great. Want. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, Bishop, I have to, I can't, re- I can't resist, as you know. Are you going to take your bike to Dubuque? And are you going to do Ray Gray with us next year? <laughs> you, you know, as a spiritual leader of the province, you could do that. Yeah, I could. I what could do you think? Lots of things. <clears throat> Why wouldn't I take my bike with me? I, I, I'm I the just, first thing I, wanted, I bought after college was a bike. That's right. So it's like be kind of weird to just leave my. I might leave my canoe behind, um, my one person, because I haven't been using it much. I might give that to a couple priests at canoe, um, and then I could maybe borrow it. You know, the rare occasion I, I want to use it, so I might leave that behind. But my bike, it's pretty easy to transport, and um, yeah, so I'll for sure we bring in my bike. And in terms of rag bry. Um, I don't know. How was, was Rag Bride this year? This year that, it- on Friday, so I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, you know. But Saturday you coasted. Saturday was good, yeah. But um, there's still these scars from my. I've been scarred by Friday, so you know. <laughs> Your ego was scarred. No, yeah, I'm no, kidding. no. We did finish. <laughs> you did finish, but it was not pretty. But um, yeah, I don't know, Rag Bride. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's. Whatever. We'll probably be bugging you anyway at some point. Yeah. So, well, good. We still have a couple more months of, of podcasts. Yeah. So, so um, cool is that? Yeah, I think that's really cool, right? Isn't it cool for you, too? I just, it's like hard to sleep the <laughs> night before these podcasts. That's all I know. Thanks, Bishop. You're welcome. You're we'll see you next month then, right? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.